MCO Call Podcast. This is your host, retired Command Sergeant Major Max Hamlin. I apologize. It's been a while since uh, we've talked, um, but I've actually been enjoying the little break from Corona and uh, getting some online work done for one job and and working part-time for another. And of course, I don't know if you can hear in the background, but uh, My son, from a previous episode, who I interviewed over the phone in New York City, has decided to come back and hang out with us here. Instead of being on quarantine in in New York City, he's going to hang out here with us. And he's in the next room playing Call of Duty on Xbox One with all of his friends. So I apologize in advance if you you hear him getting a little excited over the game. But uh, it's well worth it to have him here. So... A few topics, obviously. Uh, today is Memorial Day, 2020. Um, I would like to discuss the big difference. I see it online all the time, and, and there's different holidays, and, and people thanking me for my service um, on, on every veterans-type holiday. And, and I want to set the record straight. All right, so as a retiree, Veterans Day that is a day for me as a former service member to be recognized for my service. Armed Forces Day, which just passed, is that that's the day to recognize those who are currently in service and, and currently serving. Memorial Day, however, is a totally different animal. Memorial Day is a chance for us to pause and reflect on those men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice for us and who are no longer here. Um, that's why all the, the somber you know, ceremonies at the cemeteries is because we want to remember those who gave their lives. And, and a lot of us have served with them. Um, and it, it has a different meaning for us as we reflect and, and the memories of those lost. So while I, I, I mean, I really do appreciate you know, people thanking me for my service. Okay, great. I'll, I'll be humble and I'll have some humility and I'll be thankful, even though, you know, honestly, guys, I never joined the military for anybody for, but myself. I always, growing up, felt it was a sense of who I was and what I needed to do. Um, I do appreciate being recognized and appreciated for the service. But Memorial Day, let's remember what it's for. It, it's for those who who didn't come home or those who maybe did but still passed and, and they served with us and we want to remember them and honor them and their services. And uh, that's what it's about. And there's a long list of names that I publish every year online. And some of these people I knew and, and some of them I didn't. Well, let me go through the list, and while, while I have your attention, I'm going to read a bunch of names. Um, Sergeant Elijah Wong, who was killed in 2003. Um, he was with the Arizona National Guard EOD unit. He was killed in Sinjar, Iraq. Sergeant Howard Paul Allen and Corporal Jeremiah Robinson 
both deployed with the 860th Military Police Company, uh, both killed by IEDs in Iraq. Staff Sergeant Daryl Casson, who was killed with the 258 Sec 4 in Baiji, Iraq. PFC Michael Miller and Staff Sergeant Charles Browning, both deployed with the 1st Battalion 158 Infantry, Infantry Regiment to Afghanistan of the Arizona National Guard, and both were killed in action. Uh, Staff Sergeant Thomas Rabjohn, who was also Arizona Guard EOD, he was uh, killed when trying to dismantle an intricate IED. First Lieutenant Jonam Russell, who was 3rd Infantry Division of the Active Duty Army, but he was one of uh, my ROTC cadets at the 855 MP Company when I was 1st Sergeant. Um, great kid, man. He had so much potential and it was such a loss to the U.S. Army to lose him. Uh, Sergeant First Class Ramon Rivera, man, this he was one of my brothers and my mentors since I was a young soldier. Um, he did not die in action. Cancer got him. He did uh, multiple tours. Uh, he was just, he, yeah, he was a warrior's warrior. He will be missed by, by many. Sergeant Thomas Broomhead was, uh, I believe he was third ACR, uh, or second ACR. Um, he was a buddy of mine's brother. Some of you may have heard his brother on the radio, uh, Mike Broomhead. He was a talk, he is a talk show host, formerly of KFYI, now of KTAR. Um, PFC Sam Huff. She was a active duty military police soldier from the 42nd MP Brigade. PFC Barbara Vieira, active duty MP soldier from the uh, 89th MP Brigade. Uh, Sergeant First Class Ben Chacon. Uh, he was also in the 860th MP Company, uh, deployed to Iraq, was wounded in action. And, I, you know, I would say that his, his injuries got him years later just after multiple surgeries and uh, just couldn't handle it. Sergeant First Class Jack Welch, another friend of mine uh, who had served on active duty, uh, was in the Arizona Guard and cancer. Got him just hard, man. And then finally, Major Darcy Jones. Uh, he was my um, brigade training officer, S2 officer. Him and I did many many a trips to Kazakhstan together and his demons got him I think in the end he had a lot of uh alcohol problems he had a broken arm of, at, towards the end of his life and was going through a lot of pain meds I, I just think the mixture of the alcohol and the drugs got him just fighting his demons he he was he was pretty tore up on the inside just after three tours uh, so let, let's pause a moment and just remember all of these soldiers and what they've done for us. And days like today where we go to the lakes, the pools, boating, barbecues, was really bought and paid for because of them. And I, I just can't say enough on how much and how emotional I get when I think of, of what they've done for us and our experiences together and how I miss them a lot. So... Enough of the sad stuff. So I'm going to transition from Memorial Day to the topic of the day, coronavirus. And 
as this goes on, you know, I talked about the COVID economy a few weeks ago, and it's only gotten worse. You can see for yourselves how the longer we stay shut down, the, the, the problems that we're going to run into with the unemployment, right. businesses closing, you have people who are now making more money at unemployment and they don't want to go back to work. And so these businesses, yeah, they want to bring them back, but they can't. You know, I mean, it's just a problem after problem after problem. And, and, and now it's social distance. You got to wear a mask. You got to, you know, it, it's just crazy. So I, I'm going to pose a question to you guys. Masks. Let's start with masks. We got to wear a mask. You, ever, you know, half the places you got to go, you got to wear a mask. So if a mask works, why do we have to social distance? Seriously. Why do I have to stay six feet away from somebody if I'm wearing a mask and they work? Or or the opposite. Why do I, you know, if masks, you know, why do I have to social distance if masks don't work? I mean, it's like, it's insane. So social distancing work and why am I wearing a mask? So... What is it? Do masks work? Do masks not work? Does social distancing work? Does social distancing not work? It's Does stuff live on the surface? Does it not live on the surface? So, I don't know what it is anymore, but I'll tell you what, I'm tired of living in fear. I'm tired of watching state by state with different regulations on what they consider to be appropriate behavior of the citizens. The last time I checked, this is the United States of America, and we have the right to assemble peaceably. California says you they're going to restrict the uh, protesters. You can't have the right to assemble to protest. B.S. First Amendment says I can. Uh, you, you can't go to church. No, First Amendment says I can. Uh, if, if churches want to recommend that they social distance and you wear a mask, great. But let them recommend it. Let them have the freedom to recommend it. Let the patrons have the choice if they want to go or not to go. Uh, and for all of you guys who are going to Costco and filming yourself, well, I don't have to wear a mask. I woke up in America. You know what? Okay. That's hypocrisy in my, in my book. <laughs> because I bet you money you were the same guys who, when those Christian bakers refused to bake cakes for members of the LGBT community because it was against their religious beliefs, were probably shot in the top of your lungs. Well, these cake bakers have the choice to bake a cake or not to bake, and, and that customer could have went somewhere else. Okay, same logic applies to you. If Costco, being a company in the United States of America, chooses as part of their business model to have customers wear a mask in their facility and you don't want to wear a mask, well, don't shop there. Go somewhere else to buy your products. Don't be such an ignorant a-hole to say, well, after my check, this is America. You know? Bullshit. Go somewhere else and shop. Go somewhere where that doesn't require a mask and don't be that a-hole because, you know, they're Although I, I believe this coronavirus, the more I see about it, learn about it, is probably like the seasonal flu or cold, except for maybe it is a little bit more deadly for those who are susceptible. But those same people in the high-risk categories who are, are at high risk of corona are probably at the same high risk for the flu or other potential viruses that go around annually and seasonally. But we all need to do our part, which is 
wash our hands, use hand sanitizer. Don't, if you're feeling symptoms of something, don't go around those people who are highly susceptible. Meaning, don't, and, and there are also people who are asymptomatic, meaning showing absolutely no symptoms who have this, who can spread it. Okay, so if you're going to go to a place where it's crowded like Costco, where you know members of these highly susceptible, high-risk categories go to shop, wear a mask. It's not so you don't catch it. It's so you don't spread it in case you cough or sneeze or have something. It prevents you from spreading it to them. So don't be a douchebag and be that guy who's so redneck on freedom and America and I have these freedoms that you're going to risk getting somebody else sick because of your ignorance. I wear a mask. I have one with me all the time. In case I go someplace and they ask me to wear a mask. Okay, I am not too proud. I'll wear a mask because it's not about me. It's about them. But if I go to a grocery store and it's not a requirement, I don't wear a mask. That's because they're not requiring it. And if they did, I'd go to a different grocery store. So, guys, really... It's it's time to quit being a, such a hypocrite, and, and we need to, you know, look out for ourselves. We need to look out for our brothers and sisters, and it's not about people our age. It's about those who are maybe older or have underlying health conditions, and when this passes, it will pass. And if it comes back seasonally and people ask you to wear the mask again later, great. But hopefully, we're not such dumbasses where we shut down the economy and risk you know, our livelihoods again, because if this is seasonal, like they say it's going to be, then you know what? We can either find a happy medium where we can live with it and live to get around it. And it kind of shows how dirty maybe we were as humans, where we need to take a little bit better uh, uh, attention towards our hygiene and quit spreading stuff around. So, hey, Two quick topics I just want to leave you guys with while we're uh, in between uh, in between my uh, my shows here tonight. I miss talking to you guys over the last few weeks, and uh, hopefully it won't be such a long break. I just wanted to get something out here, let you know I'm still around. Uh, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, better news is coming. And better topics. We'll get back on the leadership. Um, I do have future topics I'd like to talk about, which is uh, maybe military decision-making process, troop-leading procedures, and and how they can apply in in civilian businesses. But I I need to come up with a better script and put that into a better order. But until then, guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of your families amongst this this, this COVID-19 coronavirus stuff. And uh, we'll get through this. You know, just one day at a time. Just keep your heads up, and if you and and if you're still on quarantine and lockdown, and you need to talk to somebody, you know, hey guys, give give one of your battle buddies a call. Talk to them. If it's uh, if it's still not enough to talk to one of your battle buddies, and and you feel like you're in a darker place, we like I said, I try to close every show with the Veterans Crisis Line which is 1-800-273-8255. 800-273-TALK, press option number one. There will be somebody on the other end to talk to you guys and, and, and hopefully get you the help you need. So if a battle buddy can't do it, call that number. 
And if you're listening and you want to have it checked on your battle buddies in a while, we talk about 22 a day. You know, just the other day on the 22nd of the month, I called a couple of my buddies. I didn't text them, didn't talk to them on Facebook. I called them to check on see how they are. And hopefully they call a couple of their battle buddies. We need to keep the phone trees going, whether we're still in service or out. Our battle buddies will never end being our battle buddies. If you'd like to contribute to the show, give me an email, nccallpodcast at gmail.com. Or I am on Twitter at nccallpodcast. So look me up, uh, Max H, retired command sergeant major, Max Hamlin. And I will talk to you guys soon. Stay safe and uh, be good. Jump right out and count to four. Jump right out.